Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article was written by Cody Cotier. It appeared in the newsletter on October 13th, 2021. How Halloween sprang from an ancient pagan festival. The beloved Fright Night is the product of more than 2,000 years of religious and cultural interplay. Despite its distinctly modern imagery, kids in cute vampire costumes, pugs in cute vampire costumes, pumpkins carved to look like pugs, Halloween and many of the traditions surrounding it can be traced back at least two millennia to the Celtic festival of Samhain. Clearly, much has changed since then. Across ancient Britain and Ireland, October 31st was more than an excuse for fun and frivolity. Quote, To examine the history of Halloween, writes the historian Nicholas Rogers, is to recognize that it is not a holiday that has been celebrated the same way over the centuries, nor one whose meaning is fixed, end quote. For the Celts, it was a shift of season that marked the border between summer and winter, between life and death, and between our earthly realm and the underworld. Samhain, which is spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but pronounced Samhain, came after harvest time, but before the cold, desolate months. Rogers describes it as a period of, quote, supernatural intensity heralding the onset of winter, end quote. In that window, on the cusp of enclosing darkness, the Celts believed that the veil separating the human and spirit worlds lifted. Banshees, elves, and other ghoulish creatures were thought to emerge from the Shi, a network of mystical mounds to roam the countryside. Ghosts were thought to temporarily walk the land of the living on their journey to the afterlife. Unperturbed, villagers lit giant bonfires to ward off these spirits, donned animal skins and masks to evade their notice, and left food out to appease them. Celtic priests, called druids, also believed the liminal status of Sawin helped them to prophecy about the future. Overall, Rogers writes, quote, it represented a time out of time, a brief interval, when the normal order of the universe is suspended, end quote. Reshaped by the church. Ironically, though many modern Christians have denounced Halloween as satanic, its very name is derived from a Catholic holiday. On May 13th, of 609 Common Era, Pope Boniface IV began an anniversary that would come to be known as All Saints Day, a time to honor saints and martyrs, when he dedicated the Pantheon in Rome as a church. Later, in the mid-8th century, Pope Gregory III changed the date, perhaps strategically, to coincide with Samhain. Many scholars believe that as the church spread across Europe, 
it systematically supplanted local celebrations in an effort to assimilate the pagans under its dominion. Thursday, November 1st, was dedicated to all saints, or hallows, an archaic term for holy personages. The night preceding October 31st came to be known as All Hallows' Eve, a name shortened eventually to Halloween. A few years later, November 2nd was dubbed All Souls' Day, an opportunity to remember the dead. This evolution meshed well with the Celts' long-standing practices at this time of year. Still, the festival clung to many of its old ideas throughout this religious blending, and Samhain's influence never fully vanished from the newly Christian holiday. Throughout the Middle Ages, the fire ceremonies and masquerades remained, although entirely new rituals arose as well. Trick-or-treating, for example, has roots in the medieval practice of souling. Poor supplicants went door-to-door, offering to pray for souls in purgatory in exchange for food, typically soul cakes. They often carried hollowed-out turnips with candles inside, the forebears of jack-o'-lanterns. In later years, especially in Ireland and Scotland, the occasion drew hordes of mischievous revelers to the streets. There they played pranks, particularly on unlucky and detested neighbors. Quote, Mimicking the malignant spirits who were widely believed to be abroad, Rogers writes, gangs of youths blocked up chimneys, rampaged cabbage patches, battered doors, unhinged gates, and unstabled horses, end quote. Halloween, then and now. In some places, a synthesis of these Catholic, pagan, and secular Halloween rites thrived into the modern era. Then, during the late 19th and early 20th centuries, as millions of Irish immigrants made their way to America, Halloween's popularity soared in the West as well. Not everyone approved of the import, however. Many Puritans considered it, quote-unquote, an unnecessary concession to the Antichrist, Rogers writes. Others simply abhorred the rowdiness, vandalism, and occasional violence it inspired. Authorities attempted to tamp down the merrymaking, resulting in the tamer method of trick-or-treating we see today. At that point, Halloween was ripe for commercialization, with candy, costumes, and decorations presenting major business opportunities. October 31st, at various times a harvest festival, a requiem for the faithfully departed, or a night of mischief, transformed into a full-fledged consumer holiday. Annually, Americans are expected to spend a record $10 billion on their spooky paraphernalia and tasty treats. Yet Halloween still bears the vestiges of its earlier forms, even the 2,000-year-old Samhain festival. When we celebrate this constantly reinvented tradition, we pay homage, knowingly or not, to the beliefs and worldviews of the long-gone groups that molded it. It's easy to imagine that, as the veil between our world and theirs lifts at the close of the month, they might peer across and recognize something of themselves in us. Again, this article was written by Cody Cartier. 
It appeared in the Discover Magazine newsletter on October 13th, 2021. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening and stay curious.